0: Sad, dudes episode 40 of the ball the gray and the asian podcast how are we all doing
1: picking up where we left off well, it's just i like that uh, because uh, 40 jacob, like we never left
0: yes sir but unfortunately jacob schubert uh he just accepted a position and he's at the new job and he's busy he can't join us tonight it's very unfortunate
1: i know it is sad uh like i told him i had a lot of jokes uh, lined up to go his way so it, it's uh, a little unfortunate that it's uh he couldn't join us here today, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost on—it's almost on brand,
0: right? Yeah, you know, the reoccurring guest can't be in every episode, right? Yeah, you know, he's just gotta tune in right, whenever, right? No way, right? Okay, so we're just gonna talk talk about this comeback a little bit because it has been a couple months since we've recorded, but you know, basically. We just got busy with life, and podcasting was becoming a grind, and you know it's really tough over technology, so we just weren't really dedicated. But now we have some new ideas and some new energy, and we're just gonna try to bring it back for a couple of episodes. Yeah, guys. we Yes, sir. Lots of Google Docs, lots of ideas. So ready to bring everything out. Yeah. you.
1: Ben, I'm still convinced. I mean, this is all allegedly, of course, but um, if it came out that you maybe were on some type of Adderall type drug uh, the other day. Oh, not no, be surprised.
0: No, no way, um, dude. No way. I got
1: like three or four, three or four Google Docs sent to me in the span of thirty minutes um, during work hours. I think it was so. For it's almost impressive, but I'm also worried about
0: you. It was during work hours. Yeah, the job it gets repetitive at times. You know, sometimes the creative juices come at you. You just gotta, you know, take thirty minutes. You gotta off. let out right there. I, like, I hear you. Uh, so, some things uh, just to note for our comeback, a name change is coming soon. Our, our graphics guy, Nick Plesch, uh, he's just... Uh, f- hey, what? <laughs> what? It's Lanero. I don't know, here we go. Shut his answer. But we never left, baby. All right, fuck, we can do that segment after, I guess. I'm coming in, man. Yo. Yo, yo, I'm getting the bathroom real quick, and then I'll be ready to rock. Okay. Okay. How long do you? Yeah, just
1: jump in our intro, dude. That's all right.
0: Okay. Yeah. Let's. Yeah, we'll call you. Yeah, we're just doing an intro real quick, and then we'll call you. Call eight eight thirty eight.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Perfect. It's very specific. Wait. Ask him why eight thirty eight. Oh, you Uh, missed. You missed right there. He's taking the baby or something. You missed a sound bite. That's all I'm saying. All right. Uh, where was I? Should I just pick up? Pick up. Where I.
1: I think you just keep all that in. I think we just keep rolling. (laughs) Uh, You just got. You were just about to talk about our our up and coming name change.
0: Right, name change is coming soon, TBD. So our graphics guy Nick Plus, shout out one of the best in the business, of course. Uh, So he made the graphic, and unfortunately, I'm not sure why, but when I open the file, I'm not allowed to edit it. And so all he has to do is change the you know change the name, and that's it. We're keeping the same graphic; it fits us. So yeah. uh, I mean, the reason for the name change, kind of, you know, for branding a little bit, I think the name really does fit us well, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just when you Oh, you didn't even say what it was. Are you going to say it? No, we, we'll make the announcement when the graphic comes out. I think be okay, that okay. Way. okay. I didn't
1: know. Well, I didn't know. I was right, just right, right, checking. Right. I was just yeah, checking.
0: For sure. But, uh, yeah, also, it's a little embarrassing when, you know, you're in a professional interview you mentioned you have your podcast oh they're impressed you have a podcast what's the name of it oh it's uh, the bald the grand the asian podcast and they aren't as impressed <laughs> anymore so yeah a little bit more professional but i think the name BGA, also don't
1: worry about what it means
0: right i, do, I would say the bj podcast and mostly they there would be no follow-up but you know sometimes it happens Yeah, like. well <laughs> right. So, a couple other things. Uh, it,
1: it, is really, it was really one of those things that just kind of like it worked great at Bethany uh, right. just because, you know, people got to see us. Like, we're, we're pretty, you know, podcasts not very visual. Um, it's kind right. of hard to get the joke across. Right. Um, so, yeah, we definitely got to push it up, maybe make it a little more uh, brand uh, friendly.
0: Right. Uh, Trying to make it friendly. Probably BJ will always live on. Right. Yeah, for sure. The BJ podcast will always live on. So, a couple other things we're going to focus on. Um, we're gonna try to branch out from sports, maybe make it more comedy focused. We, you know, we just want to make everyone laugh, and so we're gonna be trying Even some different not shit. Not funny, right? Yeah, never funny. I wrote that
1: down. I had to. I had to make that point. We're we're really
0: not funny, but that's kind of why we're doing this. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna more try. Practice, right? Yeah, just good practice for sure. So we're gonna have uh, rotating <laughs> themes, uh, a lot of new segments that are coming your way, and so I think we're just gonna rotate from episode to episode, just different ideas. We, like Gil said, we have four or five Google Docs, so. You know, we're going to be rolling different shit at you every episode. And
1: there'll be more to come with with you uh, taking a lead.
0: Yeah, I, I suppose so. CEO shit, yeah. You know. I might just
1: make one for shits and gigs. I don't even know if I've looked at them all. There's so uh, many. Probably not.
0: There's there's new ones the last month. So, yeah, you probably haven't looked at them all. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so last thing, I think we're going to be more free-flowing. Because, I mean, the last couple months we didn't, you know, obviously we graduated. So we there weren't any Bethany ties. But we were still kind of doing, like, the same show. But now we really do feel that there are no ties, you know, there's no rules. We can do whatever the we want. So I think we're just going to be trying random shit. And uh, yeah, we do swear sometimes. All right.
1: So. uh, Until Schubert's mom complains, I think it was. What? Is that. Did did that happen? Didn't someone complain about us?
0: I'm not sure. Maybe. uh, Cursing. Maybe Richard Carver didn't like our language. That's a possibility. No, no, too. I
1: think it was just us trying to be better people. Uh, we just really wanted to, like, clean up our act, so uh, shout-out to us for not wanting to cuss as much.
0: Right. Shout-out Lexi Baker as well. She a girlfriend. Oh, oh, that's what it was. Was right. it? Maybe. I don't, I don't know.
1: know. I thought that's what you were saying. I'm sticking with that one,
0: though. Okay, yeah, shout-out, shout-out. All right, so without shout further ado, we are going to up. introduce a recurring guest for our comeback episode, Joshua Lennero.
1: A fan favorite, if you will. It's 838. We are
0: calling Joshua Lanero. Your current guest. For the
1: fans still listening at home.
0: Friend of the program. A few moments later.
1: All right. Joining us now, the one, the only, a fan favorite, uh, hailing from Western PA, uh, wherever the f*** that is, uh, good friend of ours, ex-roomie, Josh Lanero. How you doing, bud?
2: Yo, what's up, BDA? Um, I know Shubh isn't here, I'll just shout out to you, real quick, but glad to be talking to you guys, and I'm excited to be on the show again.
0: Yes, sir. Yeah,
1: yes. hold on, before we get going, what, what are your thoughts there? Uh, first episode back, uh, trying to make a huge comeback, and uh, Jacob Schubert doesn't show up. Uh, instant take on that. What what does that say to you? I mean, he's he's definitely a distant figure, but
2: he seems to be traveling around the country just to pretty much doing whatever he wants. Um so yeah, I guess I guess it's expected. Um so, I I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're gonna listen to this, and I am a little disappointed that I'm not talking to him right
1: now. You know what? I'd actually be willing to bet he doesn't listen. All right, but anyway. Oh, you
0: yeah. It must be nice being an NFL prospect. You just got tons of money You just travel wherever right, you want. Right. Yeah, just True. I'm for not I will forget anything
2: about it. He's preparing for next year's draft. This one didn't really go that well.
0: Right. It, I mean, it happens to the best of them. But Anyways, let, let's get started on our football season. Football's back, so we're going to start with an AFC preview, and then in the upcoming weeks we'll go to NFC with another reoccurring guest. We'll see how that goes. But anyways, we're going to start with division predictions. Let's start with the AFC East, a pretty easy one. What do you guys think? Um,
2: I mean, I don't like the Patriots as
0: much this year because they've on this track, and that's
2: a big mismatch. Even if he's not catching the ball, he's at least being watched by probably the defense's best defender. So, yeah, I'm saying I think the Patriots in that division, I do think the Jets have some potential. Uh, you had a, a piece like Le'Veon Bell, and he's, he's, you know, he's going to be a lot of your offense now. And, yeah, coming on I'm going to go to the Patriots again.
1: I think that's a safe pick. Uh, that's who I had as well. Um, it's like you said, like, my first thought when I was going over it was, like, I feel like I don't like him as much, but I also feel like I've said that the past couple years. Uh, and they just, you know, they always find a way to win and stuff. Um, and they did pick up another tight end. Obviously, it's no Gronk, but um, this Austin, I don't know who he was to Um But really, Brady only needs, like, a body almost half the time, so someone to just dump the ball off to. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, Gronk obviously not there, but, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see them not really sort of beat uh, offensively. Uh, just Belichick and Brady kind of, they always figure it out.
0: Right, this is an easy they one for me. got got that new
1: receiver. They dropped in the kill carries Harry, too. He's pretty good.
0: Yeah, uh, this is an easy one for me. It's got to be the Patriots. I mean, they just do it every year. They just won the Super Bowl last year, even with Gronk leaving. It's just tough not to pick them. And, you know, I think the Jets are up and coming. Uh, you know, Le'Veon, sure. obviously, a great pickup. But, you know, Sam Darnold's just the second season. They're still, you know, pretty limited at other positions. So, I'll go Patriots' easy pick here. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's go. All right, where N- we going N- to next, Ben? Let's go, NFC North. We got the Steelers, Bungles, Browns, and the Ravens. Uh, I, this should be a pretty competitive decision. I think, you know, Browns might be the popular pick, but I think it's definitely competitive. What do you guys think?
1: Um, go ahead, Lanero. I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Um, I'm, so, I'm so sure. um, <laughs> Well,
2: I'll be honest. I do, I do think the Browns are going to be dangerous. They look dangerous on paper. Uh, and, and, you know, everyone can see that. One thing I don't like about them is that that's a lot of egos in the locker room, I think. Um I'm not saying it can't work. You know they haven't they haven't played a game yet obviously, but um okay. yeah. Still a I, fan I, at all about the egos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just uh <laughs> just have that out the door. Um but yeah, I'm, I'm still going with my Steelers. Um I think it's gonna be a really close division. I got I got the Browns in one of the locker coast spots, but I don't know, this this is just a different different atmosphere for the Steelers this year and they're, they're an underdog and you know, they haven't been an underdog in a while, so I'm going with Steelers.
1: Yeah, I feel you. Um, so it's pretty much like this was the hardest one for me to pick. Um, so like obviously a Browns fan, but like that also comes with a jaded perspective. Uh, I'm really not sold on it, like you said, until you know, they get in a game and actually perform. Um, obviously they have all the talent but, you know, you don't play the game on paper. Um but I am interested, it, this, uh, looking at it, it was like it's almost similar to the Patriots for me. It was like, you, know, you kind of lost some, like you lose some guys, like how are they going to react or uh, respond, I guess, like how are they going to play this year? But I mean, you do have pretty good, like pretty good players filling their shoes, you know, Juju and uh, Connor. Uh, now, I, I don't know if I'm sold on Connor yet. He did have a good year last year, but you know, you got to see if he can repeat. I think Juju is the real deal. Um, it's honestly a coin flip for me between the two, uh, so you know I either. How see, I do you feel about the
2: Ravens? Not to interrupt.
1: Um, so I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but yeah, they, they were they were one of my sleepers for sure. I mean, it's just like you can't really count them out, especially like with them winning the division last year. Um, and it'll just be interesting. It'll either be uh, Lamar Jackson will have a, like a great year and you know he'll be hard to stop, or you know you've seen it before, people get taped. Uh, they kind of see how it works and, uh, you know, kind of kind of settles down there as opposed to where he was kind of popping off last year. Um, but it could go either way, really. So it, it'll be more interesting to watch them, uh, kind of what they turn into. Uh, but I, I still see the Browns or Steelers coming out of the division.
0: Yeah. Uh, so are you going to give a final prediction or are you just going to leave it at that? <laughs> I'll take the Browns. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I saw that coming. Um, so I'm going to go Steelers. Uh, just with the Ravens first, yeah, I don't buy Lamar yet, you know, obviously they won the division but as you said, Guild, you know, rookie quarterback, they got more tape on the guy and, you know, it's just going to be tough, I think defenses are going to be, you know, he was running over like 20 attempts each game last year I just don't see that happening this year, so I don't think they're going to be as effective and with the Browns, like, you know similar to Lanero, like, I think they're going to have a wild card spot and they have all the talent in the world, and I just think they're a little young right now, you know, young coach first year, um And, you know, Baker's still second year. So I think this is going to be the future of the division for sure is Cleveland. Steelers, I kind of feel like this is one of our last chances. I mean, we have good young players, but Roethlisberger is on his last stand almost. So, you know, I feel like there's a little bit more urgency with the Steelers. So I like them to win the division. And, you know, but Browns are going to be there for sure the next, you know, five years. Agreed, agreed. All right. uh, So let's move on to the AFC South, a little more interesting division. Uh, Texans, Colts. (laughs) And so those are probably the two main contenders, and we got the Jags as well. Uh, who do you guys got? go ahead, man. Okay, this was a little tricky for me.
2: I, I don't know what's up with Andrew Luck. I don't. It, it seems like there always seems to be a, some sort of problem with. Um, but the Colts can be super dangerous. They're a well-rounded team. They drafted well the last couple of years. Um, Beat in the wild card. With that being said, with that being said, I I think that. Honestly, the whole NFL has just been kind of waiting for the Texans to explode. Um, depending on if Clowney comes back, their defense is super dangerous. Um, I think that I think the only that you know finally a, a good quarterback. to Florida, 200 Hopkins if he's healthy, um, Hopkins. It, 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 there's a lot of great receivers in the NFL, in the NFL, obviously, but when it comes to like best hands, I really think Hopkins is the top dog. I mean, Michael Thomas second. Real close second behind him, but, like, neither of those guys drop the ball.
1: Yeah, I'll just jump off that, because I didn't know if anyone else was going to take the Texans, so I'll just follow you up. You pretty much hit it all. Uh, I had the Texans also. Um, I'm a huge Deshaun Watson guy, I think he's going to be, I mean, he might already be, considered, just kind of depending on who you talk to, but, you know, he might end up being, like, one of the best quarterbacks out there. Um, like you said, uh, the defense is just crazy, uh, especially if they can get Clowney and uh, J.J. Watt, you know, kind of pumping on all cylinders, uh, offense, is, offense is decent. They went on that run last year where they, you know, rattled off, I don't remember how many, nine straight or whatever it was. Um, I mean, I definitely just wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of double-digit wins. Um, but, I mean, on the on the same side, like, I kind of touched on what you were talking, the, the Colts, I mean, they're really good. Andrew Luck is already one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You know, if he can stay healthy, they, they've kind of been slowly building up around him. Uh, you know, I could definitely see it going. I could definitely see it going either way. Uh, the Colts could kind of run away with it if the Texans don't come out. Um, I think I'll say this: I think the Colts will be much more of a consistent team, but I think the ceiling is high for the Texans.
0: For sure, and I'm going Texans as well. I did not think we were all going to have Texans, mainly because I thought no. our <laughs> friend Jacob Schobert was going to be here and pick the Colts, but he is not here. <laughs> but um, it's just—it's really hard to trust Andrew Luck. I mean, he had a great year last year, I and mean, it was a comeback season. But I don't think we're an Andrew Luck podcast. He's just injured all the time, and I think we're huge Deshaun Watson guys. Are we a Deshaun yeah. Watson podcast? I think so.
1: Uh, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Deshaun guy. So I mean, if we want to make that stand right now, I'll do it.
0: Yeah, let's do it. I think this is the year he reaches a tier one, you know, QB. I think last year he had, a, you know, a really good season, but there's still room for improvement. They got off to a little slow start and then obviously went on that huge run, but I think this is the year where he gets a little bit more consistency. So, you know, I like, you know, like 10 6 or 11 and 5 to win the division. I think the Texans are capable of that for sure.
1: Is tier one below elite or is it above elite?
0: Yeah, tier one's above elite. It's, you know, above uh, Joe Flacco oh. for sure.
1: wow. Okay, so it's what? Tier 1 then elite? And then, what, Tier 2?
0: Tier 3? Yeah. yeah, Tier 2, Tier 3. Tier 3 is like average. Like Derek uh, okay. cars. So you just throw a lead we'll right in there the dogs. tiers.
1: And then just keep it moving.
0: <laughs> right, right.
1: Okay, alright. I just really wasn't following your... <laughs> this is getting into a, a Jeff Flacco Elite conversation, I feel like. Right. I mean, he's always Elite. Um... <laughs> I don't think that. I think that he's just going to go to the grave with that status. Uh, it's just something you can't really take <laughs> away from a guy uh, after this, after after a career that he's had. I am interested to see how kind of kind of hopping around here, but I'm just interested to see how he does over in Denver.
0: Yeah, a little segue action. Yeah. AFC West. Who we got? Oof. There, well, yeah, keep it rolling, man. You're starting us off strong. Yeah. So we got Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, Raiders in the AFC West. Oh. Wow. Uh, this is not a tough one because
2: I really do think the Chiefs are going to be a deal, even though they lose Kareem Pine. Uh, it looks like Tyreek Hill is going to here the season. Mahomes is, he's that guy. He, I really think he's that guy. Um, That's the hard to say. Philip Rivers is kind of in the same boat as Ben. Um, you know, he has that urge that and that, that, that fire in there, probably to get at least get to a Super Bowl, let alone win it. Um. So yeah, that's gonna be a neck and neck battle, but ah, man, I still got the Chiefs coming out on top. I, I I think I don't think Mahomes will repeat as MVP, but I do think that he's gonna be a top five statistic quarterback again. Um. So I'm gonna
1: take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Chiefs out of out of that division for sure. That is gonna be. I mean, you know, that's gonna that's a crazy year to kind of follow up. So you know, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even be really. He could still have a phenomenal year and not really match last year. Um, I had the Chiefs as well, um, kind of like you said. I mean, they got apparently. Uh, so it's a little problematic here, but you know, Tyree Hill is probably coming back. Uh, he'll be ready to go. Um, but I mean, it's kind of similar. To, who was I talking about earlier? Uh, oh, the Texans and the Colts. Like I could, def- I could easily see the Chargers kind of popping off. Um, last I checked, I know Melvin Melvin Gordon hasn't really signed, so if he sits. I mean, if he kind of sits out, that could kind of throw a wrench in the beginning of the season. Um, kind of It's it's tough, especially if you get off to like a rocky start, so it would be huge to have him in there at the beginning. Um, but yeah, like you said, I mean, I kind of feel like it's a safe bet to put my money on Patrick Mahomes, so I'm definitely taking the Chiefs.
0: I think it's safe to say we are in a Tyreek Hill podcast, for sure. Anti-Tyreek yeah. Hill and anti-Nazi, yeah. for sure. 100%. Yeah,
1: but we're just going to keep a running list. Right,
0: Huge right. anti-Nazi guys. Huge. Okay, so my MC West yeah, production... God,
1: quick, quick interruption. I have a, I have a special guest that would like to say hi. To all
0: okay. Oh. Podcast.
2: Right. Can we get him on real quick? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, all right, here we go. Here we go. Yo, Silver Fox and the rest of the
1: crew. This is Gold45. Bonero, how you doing? Was good? Dang, man. I didn't... I wasn't ready for this. I didn't know we were going to have a, a real celebrity on the podcast. What's up with you?
2: Oh, you know, just chilling at the beach, drinking some pina
0: colada. Oh, wow! Whoa. Yeah, are you over twenty one?
1: This place is nuts, man. I love it. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. sir, I am.
0: Allegedly, <laughs> yes. You go? Of yep. course.
1: Way to stay, way to, way to be, way to be cognizant on the air. Yeah, I like brand. that. So, what do you have? Hey, who, who do you have coming out of the AFC West? Go give us your take. Chiefs, Chargers, oh, Raiders, or Broncos? I'm gonna have to go ahead and say the Chiefs on that one, boss. Hey, I hear you. You pretty pretty much sounds like the rest of us. No. He, 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 he was saying he was saying he can't hear you. So it's Josh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Crazy. Of the <laughs> there. I thought, I
2: thought <laughs> the friends of the show would appreciate it. Yeah, no, that was cool. I wasn't ready. He, said, uh, he just said he just said Robison well, well, as well. Oh, uh, you got
0: to throw that out there. What a guy. <laughs> okay. Um, All right, sorry
2: to interrupt. Sorry to no, interrupt. Interrupt. no, no,
0: you're good, you're good. So, uh, just my last prediction for AFC West, I'm going to go with the Chiefs as well. This is probably my easiest pick. I know the Chargers, you know, I could see them definitely being up there, but I feel like last year they had a couple lucky breaks, and it kind of felt like Philip Rivers' last chance to, you know, make a Super Bowl, and they just weren't able to pull it off, and it just feels like the Chiefs are just going to get better and better with Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes mm-hmm. probably won't have a better year than he did last year, but he also made a lot of mistakes towards the end. He was getting a little wild, you know, kind of gunslinger mentality. And, you know, I think he'll clean up a little bit of that and maybe not have as great a statistical season, but I think he'll be smarter and just, you know, you know, learn better to be more safe in the future. Efficiency. Save the metrics. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move on to our sleeper team. Who wants to start with the sleeper team? Um... I'll go first on this one.
1: Uh, so obviously, we kind of hit on it with a couple of them, uh, just like the Colts. Um, well, the Colts, pretty much the Colts and Chargers, kind of you know we could I could personally see either of them coming out. So I won't even I don't even know if those are like you can call those sleeper teams. Uh, but I really think the Jets have a chance to be like pretty solid this year. Um, it all kind of rides on Sam Darnold and how he performs. But um, I mean, if everything's clicking, uh, especially with a good running back, I mean you you just see how. Uh, you see how much that kind of opens things up for a quarterback, uh, especially a young quarterback. Uh, the best thing I think that happened to him was getting Le'Veon in his backfield. So defense has to account for him, kind of open things up, opens things up for the passing game. Um, defense is all right. Uh, I could just definitely see them kind of going on a little run there. Th- that'll have to be it, though. They're not just going to come out and dominate. They're just going to kind of – kind of how you said about the cheap, or the Chargers. Uh, they're, ben, you, they're definitely going to need some lucky breaks and stuff. But, I mean, I can see them putting themselves in, in situations uh, to have a hell of a season.
0: For sure. Uh, Lanero, you want to go next with your sleeper?
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: So, does this sleeper team have to make the playoffs? Um, no, no. Or just, do they just have to have like a, a
1: decent season?
0: Better, better
1: than expected season.
0: Right, a team that's okay. projected not very good that over achieves expectations.
1: Gotcha.
2: Um, just hear me out, you
0: guys. When I
2: think I I actually think the Bulls are a decent sleeper team. I don't think I think Josh Allen's a little written off sometimes. Um, he made you know he made some explosive plays last year and. And he's still a learning quarterback. Um, he can do some things with his feet too. If he gets if he gets his arm if he gets his arm ready to go, um, and they can build some weapons around him. You know, the the Patriots are slowly on their way out, you know, slowly but shortly yes. on the way out of division like and, and dominant in terms of like dominating it. Um, the Jets the Jets building, building something special there as well. Uh, I don't see the Dolphins getting any machine. But I do, I do, I'm going to go with the Bills as much sleep as you and I think that they're going to be better than I expect. We'll make the playoffs better
0: than expected. I like that. I mean, so my problem with the sleeper is just there's so many teams that I feel like aren't going to be very good. So I had a lot of trouble with this for, I mean, Jets, Bills, it's, you know, it's going to all going to come down at the quarterback and those are two young quarterbacks mm-hmm. that I don't really trust right now. So my sleeper is the Jacksonville Jaguars, a little of a homer pick. Living in Jacksonville. So, uh, you know, first of all, I'm a big, huge Nick Foles guy. So he's a proven winner, and, you know, recent playoff run last year getting into the playoffs and then a Super Bowl run before that, you know, obviously it's more than just Nick Foles. They had a great team around him, but, you know, he's just a proven winner, and Jacksonville has a really good defense. You know, two years ago they were in the AFC Championship game, so it's not like, it's been years since they've been contenders, so I think I can see them anywhere from the eight to ten win range, and maybe sneaking in as a wild card. You know, last year was mm-hmm. Blake Bortles just forgot how to play football completely. You know, he was pretty good the year before, good enough for them to win games, and then he just had a terrible year. And Leonard Fournette was missed a bunch of time. So mm-hmm. I like Jacksonville to be the next team. That kind of goes.
1: That kind of falls in with what I was saying about Le'Veon. I mean, uh, I think that might have been, I mean, a huge Blake Bortles guy, obviously, but. Uh, having him back there consistently, I mean, it it almost automatically makes your quarterback better. I mean, you just got to count for that running back so much. Uh, it just opens things up that that aren't there if he's not back there. Um, so having, like you said, an experienced quarterback and one of the premier running backs, uh, dangerous combo for sure. For sure. And we'll see how Le'Veon... I got, I got a question for you guys real quick.
0: Yeah, let's go. What, what
1: is the
2: earliest that you would take on in fantasy? What... What's the earliest pick to use that pick? If you
1: if you said that, that's crazy. I feel like it's still got to be pretty high. I mean, Lennaro, maybe not the as same high league. as when he's, uh, his, his Steelers. Is he still a top five pick? I'll say that. I'll throw that out there.
2: Okay, so, so okay, so you you would take him in the top five, is what you're saying? I
1: was kind of asking, but I think I would.
0: Yeah, I think so, Yeah, too.
2: I, 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 my, my, I, I, I think it was five.
1: I think kind five of is the real
0: hard taking. Especially with Zeke holding out, he might not play much. I think, yeah, yeah. Le'Veon's got to be up there. And it's he's a year fresh, too. So, and it, it might be a risky pick just because, you know, first time with the Jets. I don't know about their offensive line. But, you know, he's a year off. He should have fresh legs. I think if he's going to be good any year with the Jets, this year is probably the most likely he'll be good.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's just a guy
0: like so dynamic. I mean, he's gonna get his
1: touches, whether it be receptions or carries. Uh, so I mean, you can't really like. He might not have one of those unreal years that he might have had in the past, but I mean, he's not gonna have a bad year, I don't think.
0: Right and PPR too. He's going to get receptions. There's times with the Steelers mm-hmm. that you know he wasn't running the football, and we'd just do so many checkdowns. He'd have you know ten plus receptions a game. So oh yeah, yeah. I think you know, unreal. I honestly,
2: honestly, he's 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 not actually unreal. He's one of the most, best offensive weapons I've ever, I've ever seen.
1: All right, that's a pretty good run through, boys. I, I feel I feel like I know
0: everything I need to know about the the AFC now. Got a uh, huge yeah, running guy. Absolutely. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna make a lot of money this year for sure. 100%. <laughs> all right. So next we got Hard Knocks episode one review. This is our first time doing this actually, so this is gonna be exciting. Uh, we all watch Hard Knocks. We'll tweet out the link if you can't watch. If you don't have HBO, you can't watch the next episodes. Episode one is on YouTube on a bunch of channels, so you gotta check it out. So, uh, you know, where should we start here? The intro is fire. I think we gotta start with the intro. Yeah. Some goosebumps there for sure. Um you know
1: gruden all-time speech right there uh in my opinion maybe not all time all time for gruden uh but it was good man it was good they had nice little soundtrack behind it uh i think it really got the juices flowing going into the first to the first episode this one maybe not as not as hyped as years past um but yeah that, that was a good little intro in my opinion yeah i'll bank i'll bank off that, um Gruden's just a, a, a
2: classic football personality and mm-hmm. if, if you've up the show any other way I probably would've been upset like that was that that was that was perfect way to go into it um, it, it was one of those things I, I didn't
1: know that I needed right.
2: until he started it's so funny if you really want to get the full experience of go on YouTube and type in and mic up and then like he just said some wild inappropriate outrageous things <laughs> I might have to
1: get into that that could, that could be something i binge for a while there
0: there you go. All right, so should, should we start with, like, some of our favorite parts before getting to some of the critiques? Because I'm sure there's parts of this that we didn't love. So let's yes, just start with some of our favorite sure. parts that we enjoyed. Start
1: us off. You sound I can, I can hear your displeasure. <laughs> so, so eager. You're so eager to tell us.
0: All right, so I, I'll start with things I loved because there was a lot of things that I really enjoyed. I loved all the Gruden scenes. I think he's just a great guy for TV. A uh, good NFL mm-hmm. coach uh, remains to be seen but really good for TV. Um, I love all the Antonio Brown stuff. You know, obviously, there's some bitter, uh, bitter taste in my mouth with all the Steelers that happened, but, I, you know, I enjoyed all of his scenes. I thought the practice montage was really well done in the one practice that he participated in. And then uh, my last point that I really enjoyed was uh, John Madden, the seven-man sled. That scene was... Fire! I really enjoyed that. Uh, wow! The, the cut. I let that one slip through. I can't believe I didn't put that all on. That mm-hmm. was a good one. Yeah. That, so those are like the really main scenes that really got me hyped, and you know all about. One of the main things I enjoy about Hard Knocks is it really gets you hyped for football season. You know, leading up and it yeah. you know, it's a perfect you know four or five episode thing to get you ready for football season.
1: I agree. Uh, I'll just kind of bounce off you there. So, obviously, we touched on it. One of the things I had down here for, like, the cool moments was the speech. Um, it was kind of cool. I don't know if you guys are big last chance, you guys, but it was it was kind of cool to see that. Uh, f- I can't remember his first name, Ollie. Um, hasn't really changed yeah. much, it looks like. Obviously, you know, you, you're only seeing what they show you, but, uh, you know, they, they gave him some air time before they <laughs> gently cut him from the team. So, uh, that was kind of cool, just, like, a nice little side story, I thought. Baby's um, Kid asking where Big Ben was. Uh, for some reason, I found that hilarious. That was funny. Uh, I saw it on Twitter, obviously. I, di- I didn't watch it, uh, Hard Knocks, the day it came out. So I saw, like, some of the stuff on Twitter first, but that was one of those where, like, when I actually saw it in the context of the show, um, I don't know, it was pretty funny to me. <laughs> um, but that was kind of a cool moment. I think that kind of touches also on, Ben, your little, m- maybe a little bittersweetness. I know there was a lot of, not bittersweet, maybe just straight bitter. Uh, I know it was like weird stuff, but I mean he was a big player for you guys, so uh, might have been a tearjerker there for you. Um, are, are we doing positives right now? Because I I got some negatives here.
0: Uh, we can get into critiques. Let's go, Lanero. Some of your best scenes, and then we'll get into some of the critiques.
1: Okay. I awesome sure. I also, also say I thought the the Richie inc- Incognito spotlight was it, it was interesting. I don't know if I. Liked it or disliked it, but I think it is an interesting little sprinkle into you know the hard knocks season this year.
0: I like the scene. I don't like Incognito. I think both are. Fair. Yeah,
1: I think that's fair. I think that's a fair assessment. But like, it's just like it, it, the whole you know everything that happened. Obviously, it's just like kind of interesting to see him back out on, like on a field, like interacting with people, like teammates and stuff. Just kind of, I don't know, It's just interesting. That's all I have here. Is it was interesting. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, no, you're cool. I'll
2: bounce off that. You guys, you guys hit my favorite parts too. Um, I, I didn't, hit, I, I didn't think the Antonio Brown kids thing was funny. I thought <laughs> it was, um, it was like kind of ironic because that's all that's all they, they've ever known. They're childhood is their coming in for the Steelers and getting getting passed around to them by Ben Roethlisberger. Um, so they, they probably don't they probably don't know the difference between California and Pittsburgh. So when they're when they're at a different field and they're with different players, but looking at them, they're probably like, you know, what, this this is their first experience in being on there with the Raiders. So yeah, I, I did think you know it, it was like it was just surreal to be a because I thought it was I thought it was a pretty surreal moment because just like just like his kids, all all they've ever known is seven eighty four. You know, big throwing me and that's all I've ever known too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, since AB's been on the Steelers. Um, I, I'm a big Lash viewer. You've know, AFC all four seasons. Ronald Wally was, you know, one of the spotlight characters. Um, on, my, I think it was about season two of Washington. Yeah, um, I think so. And, it, and honestly, here's my opinion on that. It kind of made me a little bit mad because he got an opportunity to to really do something. And I mean, I'm not saying that he would have made the roster in the first place, but he at least could have put some effort into mm-hmm. being an easy amazing help It was, it, it, I get right. they want to show you what they what they want you to see, but, like, just, just that little snippet is, like, like, come on, dude, what are you, what are you kidding me? You're not You're not going to rehab? You're not listening mm-hmm. to your coaches? It just looks like you're, yeah. I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't believe that. I think when, when people are so much younger than an opportunity like that, just kind of throw it away. Um, and, yeah, on the Antonio thing, um, I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird. I don't know, I don't know if I would really want to be his teammate. if mean, yes, I was. If, if, you know, if a GM wants to bring him on just as a talent. And, you know, I don't know if I would really talk to him. I, I, I think that everything I've read and heard about the situation is, is, uh, is pretty saddening here. And, and, and that makes him a difficult teammate to be around. And I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting that maybe, you know him and, and Tony Brown were kind of talking to each other.
1: Yeah, I don't know. They seem to be. They seem to be friends, and that's kind of. I think that's kind of where, like, the interesting part came for me because I mean, you hear everything that happened, and and you like you you know at least you know what was reported about him and stuff, and then to see him like, he it seemed like he had some you know genuine friendships out there um, with some of those guys like A B like they've known each other. I mean, it might have just been like a little bit more for the cameras, but I mean, I didn't think it was totally fake like they, they definitely you know they've spoken before they're they're at least somewhat friends um, so that I think that's kind of where the interesting part came from is because it's like you said like you know if it were you you you, you probably wouldn't even talk to him but I think I, I don't know I don't think it's as uncommon as you think I could I could especially on an NFL team um, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if like guys really aren't uh, like best friends like we might like think they are you know from top to bottom on the roster um, I bet you there are a lot of guys who don't talk to them um so I, I don't know the di- the whole dynamic, like you said, you kind of touched on it. It's just it's just an interesting scene. Ben, are we are we going with things we didn't like about the episode
0: as well? Yeah, for sure. Uh, so real quick off the Ronald Ollie point, um, I think he really f***ed over HBO because I feel like he was going to be like that long shot character that kind of you know is a feel good story and then ultimately mm-hmm. falls a little short of making oh, a team, yeah. and then he's cut in like two minutes. So I think they really f-ed over HBO, and we'll see what their backup plan is for episode two. But yeah, let's go to the mm-hmm. things we didn't like, cause you know I'm sure there's a ton of things that we can hit here.
1: Do you want, do you want to go first? I'll, I'll get I'll get I'll get this s- popping.
0: All right, let's do it.
1: The oiled arms, <laughs> their car. What are you doing? I mean, it's kind of funny. It was funny the other guy making fun of them, but like, just what are you doing? And then we'll just stay on Derek Carr. The very beginning, Ben, you kind of pointed it out to me. You, 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 you kind of gave me a little forewarning. Um, that opening scene with his kids, uh, he's being a super hardo in there playing basketball, basically telling them to fight each other over this <laughs> loose ball. I was like, yeah, man, like that's great and all, but these kids are like four years old. Like, chill out. Uh, I think it was just one of those things where the cameras are on them. Uh, kind of wants to put on a good face. Maybe, maybe he hears all the little background. Uh, what was it last year when he was crying or or, or not crying uh, after a loss or s- some stuff like that? So uh, maybe trying to compensate for some of that. Um, let's see what else I had here. Um, I mean, that was pretty much it. It just wasn't really like. You know, I know it's the first episode and I kind of gotta like set the scene. But uh, I mean, Ben, you kind of you kind of just. Made me mad with that Ollie comment. Like I didn't even think about that. Now, now the, what are they going to do? Last year we had that Kajou guy and his, right. his, his fucking crystals. Uh, now we just got AB and his ugly feet. Like I don't really know. I, I don't really know what's going on. Right. Uh, I'll be interested to see if they touch on the helmet uh, stuff coming up, but I doubt they will. I don't Hundred percent. They would. They would make a killing if they got any footage of him. Uh, you know, allegedly freaking
2: out or whatever. he Was reported about. If they got that, that's
0: that's absolute gold. Yeah, for sure. So here's my question about how Hard Knocks is made because so part of my take was talking about a little bit. They're basically saying there's no way that the helmet stuff is going to get out because the Raiders will never allow it. Do the Raiders have any say what's in the episode? Because it's produced by HBO. I mean, I assume they're doing it together, so the Raiders could probably be like, "Yo, please, like, whatever, like, do not include this helmet controversy." But yeah. HBO like is in charge, right? So I'm not sure how that works. I guess that's not a question that Um, any of us can really answer. I
1: guess that's... No, well, it's interesting. No, definitely interesting. Uh, I mean, I would just say I think uh, part of the whole, like, part of HBO even being allowed in that facility of doing that, uh, I'm sure comes with some uh, stipulations in terms of giving the Raiders some control. Um, I don't think any team worth its... uh, Worth its money would let a camera crew come in and film them non-stop and then have let them have full reign with anything that they filmed uh, I think right. you'd see a lot of uh, there be a lot of stuff that people probably don't want out uh, in every season so I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders actually have a little more control than you think in terms of what uh, what can and can't get um, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. released in the episode yeah that's a good point I, I, I agree with that completely it is interesting, though. I hope we just see the full-on rant of AB. I hope he's throwing shit. Um, I hope he's cussing out the camera. I hope him and Gruden square up.
0: That'd be cool.
1: Uh, but we won't.
0: Yeah, for sure. So um, I'll touch off things I didn't like as well. Well, things that I feel like they missed that they could have included. So they included AB going the hot air balloon. But I wish they had him landing and, like, seeing some of the reactions from, like, players or Gruden. I feel like that could have been cool <laughs> Um, AB, we kind of got a little bit of the feet stuff, but uh, I feel like we could have seen a little bit more from Feetgate. And uh, we also, we just didn't learn too much. You know, previous hard knocks, I feel like episode one for the Browns and the Buccaneers, they really set the tone for, you know, the expectations. You know, we want to make the playoffs, we want to make strides and get better. And for the Raiders, there's a little bit of that, like with Gruden at the beginning and some of the expectations, but I feel like there just really wasn't much set of a tone for expectations and, you know, how good the team will be. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. And it's probably because they are a the good team, bowl. but, I mean. are <laughs> going to the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> not the Bonnet Bowl. I'll,
2: I'll tell you guys what I did like about the episode. And then I've, seen, I've seen this leading up to it as well. I can't stand how awkward Derek Carr is. Yeah, he's, a, like, he's a little, he's a little Not he's Not a Derek like, Carr guy. So, so, so awkward and, like, I mean, I'm just, I don't know what I
1: would do if I Mm-hmm. Right, I think, I'm with you
0: on that, 100%. I think part of it is Carr, like, probably his personality is a little awkward, but at the same time, I think HBO didn't do a great job. Like, they should have filmed that at this house and figured okay, this probably isn't going to work out too well, let's, you know, try to get him another way. Because, you know, he's the quarterback, he needs to be in some scenes, but at the same time, you know, if the scene isn't very good, you know, don't put it in, because obviously it's super yeah. awkward, and I don't think and too many people enjoyed that scene.
1: Yeah, they, didn't, they definitely didn't do him any favors. Right,
0: um, so, yeah. Too yeah, much Derek Carr. Got... So, yeah, too much Derek Carr. Yeah, Nathan and Peterman got the backup. Yeah, I would have liked to see Nathan Peterman. So, I'll do something wild
1: if Peterman becomes a starter before game
0: eight. All right, we should make that official bet before what? the season.
1: over. That is a bold prediction. Ben, you've got you to close that. We'll figure I'm just something saying. Out. We'll figure I don't know out. what it's going to be yet. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lock it in. Write it down. Okay, I don't know what it eight. will be. We can discuss it at a later date. Okay, for sure. I'll put it in the contract. <laughs> if, you, know, you know an A-B-3 at cooler on the sideline? He's going to throw it at Nate Peterman this time. If Nate, Nate Peterman becomes the starting quarterback for the Raiders before Game 8, I will do something to be determined later.
0: Okay. You'd be, be uh, a
1: genius. You'd don't, you don't have to be a genius.
0: Soundbite it. Put it's it set. on a poll on Twitter, and we'll figure something out. Fans maybe out. maybe
1: the listeners decide. All right, uh, so. on their for
0: What do you say? Sorry.
1: What do you say? What's up? What do you say? I, I, Shut I, up! Dude. <laughs> I hate Skype. It's just the keep worst. it worst.
0: It's the worst. Okay. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh wait, what? You guys you guys can see each other? No, no, no. We no. Just We're just, just Skype call calling. We're all talking over each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the trouble of podcasting online. It's a struggle. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> All right. Positive vibes only. So my next critique is <laughs> um, Jonathan Abrams. We had too much Jonathan Abrams. Like, so he seems like a decent guy. I feel like he'd be you know cool in a couple scenes, but we have him in the intro carrying the snacks. We have him talking to GEZ, which was cool. We had GeZ and Guy Fieri. Those are a couple parts I liked. But then we had the stupid horse scene. I didn't enjoy the horse scene. Um, we had the salmon, <laughs> the salmon so weird, versus salmon so debate. Who calls it salmon? Is that a thing that people actually do?
1: Yeah, no. He was just trying to be, and, and I don't know. Maybe he's a great guy. I was not a fan of. I, I wasn't a fan of his uh, in any scene, no, really. I No, he was way too much. That's yeah, yeah, exactly what I was going to say. Way, way, way too much. That's And that's kind of what was brought it up, was your question about the... the no one calls it Salmon unless you're trying to do too much. So right. that was like the icing on the cake for me. What did, he do? What
2: me did he do wrong in practice?
1: He took the wrong practice. But, to but like, he was like, hitting he without... Was shoving he can't do that, man. They were in shorts and right, no, pads, no pads. and He yeah. was like throwing guys on the ground. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were just doing like a walkthrough kind of deal. Uh, and he was just like, he kind of being pretty physical." Gruden was like, "Hey, coach, you you like that? You like that, you like that? And Gruden's like, "No, nah, man, nah, can't be." He like said it. To, and he said to him, "You can't cut me." And that was when, that was actually that was before the Salmon bullshit. But, but when he said that, I was like, "Even if I mean, he might you know, tech deep down, he might be right." But like, I don't know, man. If you're already, if you're just saying that to your coach's face when he's trying to tell you what not to do, like, I don't know, that just rubs me the wrong way.
0: And you're a rookie. I was watching that with and buddy Clay.
2: Sh- and, 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 and this said the thing about you can't cut me. My buddy Clay looked right at me, so this couldn't be a problem in the NFL. <laughs> I was not
0: a fan. Yeah, I thought Gruden was a little soft there, too. He should have made him run some laps yep. or something. Maybe I've seen too many football it, movies, but that's
1: fine. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I definitely think, and that's what I'm saying, I think, like, I'm not necessarily saying he was wrong because, I mean, obviously he's. I mean, he hasn't really done anything yet, but, I mean, he's a talent for sure. Um, but so for, for Gruden, a guy like that, to not really react in any type of way, I mean, there's proof there that, like, uh, he, he might, you know, you, I mean, we've all seen it on different levels. I mean, guys just get treated a little different. Um, and I would especially think so once you get millions of dollars uh, involved. Um, there's just kind of – it kind of sucks to say, but I'm sure there's – you know, guys have a different set of rules.
0: Right. All right, so should we yeah,
1: go it,
2: a... it? It makes me... It makes you Oh, real quick, sorry. No, it you're... makes me wonder what, you know, like what are other rookies around the NFL doing? If I'm a rookie, I'm, I'm keeping my mouth shut. I'm, I'm coming to work. I'm doing my job. I'm not I'm, 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 I'm causing any commotion. And right. You know, that's what I'm gonna do. Maybe it was the cameras that, that you know, prompted him to to want to be like
1: that, but... For sure. Interesting. And, I, and I'll just kind of, real quick before, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Ben, but just kind of... I'll, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, too. I mean, I'm not trying to be a total hater. Uh, it just wasn't really... You know, like you said, Josh, like, that just wouldn't be me. Uh, like, you wouldn't really ever catch me talking to a coach like that, but, I mean, I, I think it's definitely safe to say, like, if that's really how he is and it wasn't just for the cameras, I mean, that's probably a big part of what actually got him to, like, you know, the level that he's at today, um, just that kind of confidence and maybe borderline arrogance. Uh, I mean, you see that a lot. Like, it's just kind of what maybe propels guys to that next level.
0: Right. I mean, he was a first rounder, so, you know, it's a little different from like, you know, being an undrafted fighting for your life kind of thing. <laughs> but, you know, Baker I feel like is a pretty I feel like cocky as a negative connotation, but, you know, really confident guy, but we really didn't see this <laughs> from him in hard knocks. You know, right. We saw like a good attitude working hard, you know, fighting to just be the backup quarterback and, you know, this guy just, you know, I feel like, you know, there's probably a little bit. Active, he said, you but you can't probably... cut me to his right, head coach. Right, right. You know, first week of practice, they're practicing in shorts. So, yeah, it was a little ridiculous. And, you know, we'll see how he pans out. It seems like, you know, he's he was in a lot of scenes. So I'm sure we'll see a lot more of him in the next couple episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get sick of him. All right, let's keep moving. All right, so are, are we ready to give um, some scores here? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, we're just going to give scores, you know, out of 50. Add it to hundred. You can give a score out of hundred if you just double the score, but uh, you know, who wants to start here? You go ahead. We're
1: going with episode in a hole. Was that? Yeah, this your overall overall rating of the episode out of fifty.
0: Okay. All right, so. Good. Um, I think I'll probably have a little higher score than you guys. I went forty-one out of fifty, so that's still pretty good. Despite well, okay. all the criticism we had, there's just a lot of good parts, you know again like that's probably the best intro i've seen from hard knocks out of uh, you know all the other seasons uh, i liked everything with ab and gruden and the john madden thing really got me there's just a lot of scenes that got me really hyped and excited for football so you know despite some of the criticisms and you know i hope next episode is really good it's gonna have a lot of hype with all the antonio brown feet stuff and the helmet bullshit. but yeah i just i still was excited with the episode and I have higher expectations for next episode. So, yeah, 41 out of 50. I'm
1: honestly surprised. That is that is pretty high. I think you're fucking softy.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> That's I, all you got to right say that? I Ooh. do not have a good comeback for you. You have a comeback for me or no? I do not have a good comeback for you, no, sir. No. You know, I'm just have, I
1: was kind of lobbing that, I, that one up oh. for you. Yeah,
0: just going to cut your paycheck in half. That's about it. All
1: right. I take it back. Leonardo, go ahead.
2: Um. Okay. Yeah. But that, that was that was a lot higher than I expected. I'm gonna go with a twenty and fifty. Wow. Um, it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't hit me from an entertainment standpoint. It just kind of. I don't feel like the episode running right I
1: just. I just expect oh, I more wanna, from. You you say that. Say that sentence over. Start over that sentence.
2: Uh. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I was just saying, so I gave it a 29 out of 50. Um, it really wasn't that entertaining for me. Um, there was obviously some things I was interested in. Um, you know, like like all, pretty much everything that we've talked about I was interested in. It You know, it wasn't a horrible episode, but I just thought that there was going to be a little more, you know, you got John Gruden, you got Antonio Brown and that whole saga. You got more first-round draft picks that are new guys. You got Incognito, you got Ronald Ollie. I, I I don't know. I, I expected more. I'm going
0: with 29. Gil, <laughs> so, you know, before you uh, start, I guess part of my rating too, was just HBO's production of it. Like part of the for problem, sure. part of it why it isn't you know super great is because the Raiders just aren't that great of a team. You know they have you know some things going for them, like you said, everything you know, Incognito, A. B. Gruden. This this is just a team that went four and twelve last year with an average quarterback. So, you know, there's just it was a tough team to pick, and I understand why they picked them, but I just wish they went a different direction.
1: I got you. Uh, I'll go, uh, just on so my super negative, Nelly. I'll just go 30. Uh, that way I beat Lanero, or I'm higher than Lanero. Um, but a lot of my critiques are the same. And, you know, I'm kind of just sitting here looking at it, and I definitely had way more, and maybe this is just me as a person, but I had more critiques for sure than I did, like, positive things. There were some cool moments. Uh, I forgot about the... I forgot about the Gruden sled, that, or, uh, you know what I mean, the Madden oh, man, sled, yeah. uh, that was pretty good. Um, but I mean, just like overall, I, I'm kind of with Lanero, I hear what you're saying, like it's kind of, you, you can only do what you can do, but with, with everything that they got going on there, I mean, you could, I think there's a way to kind of almost make it interesting, more interesting, and I just feel like they, I mean, you kind of touched on it too, Ben, they kind of just missed on some things. Uh, I think that, I never, I didn't think about it till you said it, but, you know, AB landing and getting those kind of, like, reaction stuff, like, it would have been a small thing, but, I mean, it, it would have been super cool, um, and they just got, I mean, they got a bunch of characters, I just think, I don't know, I think they could have done more with what they had, but I, I definitely agree, partly with what you're saying, that they also don't have, a you know, they kind of suck, so uh, you know what are you going to do? But the Browns were coming off an 0 16 season on theirs, and it was a fucking great season. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I think you go. Can... Well, I, I think the I think the point of hard knocks is
2: that but I I know the qualifications are they always have to pick a team that didn't make the playoffs. Um, they got to be under 500, so they can't be eight and eight. So I think that you know the title hard knocks like they're going through some tough times, mm-hmm. seeing what they can do. But they didn't show. They didn't really show the tough times. Like why did they show show Ollie getting cut? I think if the if the Buccaneers could show Roberto Agu- Aguayo uh, or whatever his name was getting cut, I think Ollie would, that scene would be perfect. That would have that would have made the episode for me. Honestly, watching him talk to either Gruden or um, or Mike Maycock, the GM, you know, I uh, and, and, and along with them, they, they'd be landing in a hot air balloon in Napa Valley. That's you know that's something you should probably capture the, the reaction.
0: Right, and I think i don't know i'm just a big gruden guy like i just like all the small things with gruden like he was joking about compliance like are we okay to practice with pads he's like i had a compliance guy watch me sleep last night um he was joking with the defense <laughs> the the defense were um after we talked to uh abrams a couple defenders were asking about hitting and stuff and gruden was like you know if you want to hit the sh- of people. There's another league that pays you $800 a week, and the defender's like, okay, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with this. So, yeah, a couple of the small green things I just really liked, and it kind of carried the episode for me, I guess. Hey, man,
1: that's why we do this, different different opinions. I mean, you're kind of wrong, but, you know, it's different, it's
0: interesting. Oh, <laughs> well, That's fair, okay, uh, Yeah, no comeback for me again, you know, is was the first episode. Hey, oh, dude, that the vibes. I didn't huh? shoot
1: back. He would at least say some. It's something. Yeah, Jacob Schubert would have had make make any play any play. Sense, but... Hey,
0: should we try to call him for Fantasy BS? Or probably not. I don't know. Yeah, it's okay. I, I don't know. Know. We've
1: made a lot of jokes about him not being here, so
0: <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Are we ready for some Fantasy BS, though? Yes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do So the segment you guys will all enjoy. So we're going with a, kind of a different kind of topic, I guess. So relating to football season, we're going worst fantasy football guys, fantasy football guys in your league that suck. So, uh, Lanero, you got the – First pick as a guest. Awesome, awesome. That's a uh, that's huge
2: because this is, this is going to be a really close vote. I think because there's a lot of a lot of bad fantasy fantasy guys out there. But um, with my first pick, I'm going to take the guy that it just takes to the last second to pick. I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand it's huge. You know, every pick matters, but but it, I I really feel like at least for me, I prepare for every draft, so I have guys that I want to take at certain rounds. Um, so, I, you know, if, if you're taking... A, like My, my league is going to be centered at a minute 30. I even think that's a little... Or a, yeah, a minute 30. I even think that's a little bit high. If you're taking within the last 10 seconds, then you're not going to win the league, in my opinion. So that's my first push That's pretty good. Yeah,
0: that's good. Um,
1: ben, you can go ahead and go second, if okay. you'd like.
0: Yeah, that, that's cool. I will go... Um... Let's see. I'm going to go with the way too early commissioner. So it's not even August. It's July 15th. <laughs> and he's emailing yeah. people about the league, sending him text messages. Yeah, Lanero, it was getting close. You said it like the beginning of August. I was going to so say, there's, wasn't a, there's
1: a certain uh, there. caller
0: on the show right now who might fall into this. It wasn't quite there. I don't it, think, it was August. so it wasn't I don't there.
2: think early August. Gil's just, just saying that because he's salty that he did he miss her in the nah, nah, yeah, in you
1: know it's cool, man. I just I'm not good enough to play in your league, it's
2: all right. I I'll tell you what, I'll make this one now because I hope that, that all the people in my league are listeners of the stream. Um you whoever finishes tenth in my league will be kicked out and Gil will be added. Oh
0: wow. Oh. Wow, controversy. That's a that's
2: so, an honor. So I'm I'm I actually am predicting that Shoot's is gonna finish tenth. Um <laughs> so Shoot's probably gonna be gone. If it's not Shoot, then hundred percent Becker. Because he's
0: just gonna pick some odd people. Just some wild people. I'm right, Andrew, you got back-to-back picks. We're uh, doing a snake draft, as always.
1: Yeah. All right. Um. You guys took some pretty good ones. Um. All right. So first, because I, I think this might be a little more personal. Um. But this kind of ran in. I ran into this last year. Uh, a guy who doesn't really play after draft day or check his, you know, check anything uh and so you can't trade with him you know he's got the guy that you might really need to to kind of complete your roster um but he hasn't looked at his app in a month or so so it kind of puts you out there uh can't really help you uh like i said maybe a little more personal i'm scarred still but that's all right um and then the next i have is the uh i didn't really know what to call this uh, the rule. I have rule bitcher written down, but I was kind of I was just brainstorming there. Uh, but the guy who's always <laughs> like, oh, if we would have scored it uh, PPR or whatever, you know, I, I would have won, or you know, whatever it may be, just wh- whatever this current setup is, uh, they wish that it was the you know the other way around, and they definitely would have won. Uh, those guys are always great to have around.
0: Right. Uh, so. <laughs> Back to your lazy player thing. Shout out to uh, Tyler Robbins friend of the program who uh, forgot his password <laughs> username him out, man. after a week.
1: <laughs> I wasn't gonna call him out, but then I mean those guys they end up having a they end up having a good roster somehow. Right. Yeah. Um, and then they just are hoarding all those players, and then uh, it's just it's tough, man. It's it hurts.
0: Sage can be pretty lazy with fantasy too. Not gonna lie. Shout out. Yeah, That's Sage is just lazy. All right, so I got a pick here. Oh, I got a couple of good ones here. I'm gonna go with the ridiculous trade guy. The guy just just offers you ridiculous trades every week, hoping just desperately you're gonna accept one. You know, offering like Aaron Rodgers for Eli Rodgers, some bullshit. So I'm gonna. That's my <laughs> pick there. <laughs> um, I right, like that one.
2: That's the other one. Okay. Uh, what's this? This next one. I'm gonna go with the guy that either. Forgot his password, or uh, is, it, or just forgot about the draft, and he's on auto draft for at least the first two rounds. Um, I, I don't, you know, and then and then they like to say like, oh, well, I didn't get the guy I wanted, and I'm like, well, you were on auto draft, I'm <laughs> to tell you.
0: Right. So it's good. You stipulated it's so, an auto draft like, because. A, what yeah, you say? We'll, we'll just
2: call we'll just call that one auto draft guy. There you go.
0: Okay, yeah, that's good. That's good.
2: Um. Okay, my whole one. I was actually, I was actually afraid that you guys would would pick one, but um, I'm going to go with the guy. Ben is, I, I hope this is too similar to yours, but instead, the guy that he knows his team is, is kind of failing. Oh, okay, what? Actually, I'll, I'm going to I'm gonna, a little mid, mid mid podcast with some beer. Oh, wow. the
0: Ooh. guy
2: that the guy that does a side payment with the guy oh. with another guy in the league that's struggling. Says, Damn. hey, I'll give you ten bucks. Trade me this. Hmm. I had that. Um, yeah, I, I,
1: cool.
2: I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's cool. I really considered, as a commissioner, league, like, I really considered, um, you know, putting on that trade that trade veto thing. But but I, you know, I just trust everyone. Like, but, yeah, I don't know. I just think that's
1: kind of that's kind of bush league in terms of the fantasy.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I had that one too. Oh, that's a good one for sure. I'm not sure how to name that, but we can discuss that after the draft. But uh, <laughs> hmm, I got a couple picks here. Uh, let's see. Oh, you just have one. So right, right. Well, I I have a couple on my mock draft. Options, right. options to choose from. Right. I'm gonna go with the corrupt commissioner, the guy that doesn't oh. pay up. Uh, he changes the rules in the middle of the year, maybe he's the eighth seed and there's only sixteens in the playoffs. He changes the format so all there's eight teams in the playoffs. You know, corrupt commissioner just never fun to have in a league. I hate to see that. You really hate to see that nowadays.
1: Um yeah, so I don't uh ha- this one grind my gears. This happened last year too, I guess. That's kinda where I have two. I'm kinda stuck in between.
0: Alright?
1: Yeah, Yo, We well, only got one pick. But. All right, I'll say it. the guy who will draft, basically hog a position group, uh, use some of their early on picks to just round up maybe some of the top receivers, um, put themselves in a position where, I mean, it's a smart play, but I just don't like this guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're, you basically have trading power uh, from then on out. You're kind of holding maybe some guys hostage uh, to get the guys that you want. Um, just kind of, it's an interesting approach, but
0: uh, not a huge fan of it. That's fair. All right, so that, that concludes our draft. Should we, do we have any honorable mentions? I have a couple. Uh, I guess I can yeah, go. Yeah, I had a couple as well. Uh, so, my first one uh, Mr. Doctor, he contributes to all your picks, says, Oh, that guy's going to get hurt. He's injury prone. I hate that guy. It's football, <laughs> people get hurt. Um, the lucky player, uh, an example uh, Alex Bensemaker, he takes Justin Forsett first round, not even in the league, not even signed by roster. <laughs> Still makes the playoffs. So Still makes the that was playoffs. Crazy- crazy, that, was just, that was bad, man. Yeah. So that shit sucks. And then my last one is um, the guy who's obsessed with fantasy. Like you know, it's it's cool you're into fantasy football, but when you know every conversation you have with me is fantasy football, it becomes not cool anymore. You know, get a life. You can talk about it. <laughs> get a life, dude. Yeah, I on, I'll throw out some of my next. This was
1: uh this is what I almost picked last. Um, kind of similar I guess, but the the guy who's and, and you know, it can go either way cuz you know, got he takes a quarterback super early and it kind of forces everyone Ooh. else's hands to to then also take a quarterback. And like I said, it could Definitely. go either way cuz if you get, you know, if you're not scared as a collective group, you can you can kind of you kind of get away from that, but it just seems like every time someone takes that first quarterback, you know, whether you wanted to or not, like, you kind of got to start falling in line just to make sure you don't get kind of screwed on the back end. Um, I had, I think, somewhat similar to ones we've already said, but, you know, the guy who maybe shows auto drafts or or maybe just only shows up to draft day and then really doesn't pay any any more attention after that, uh, but still ends up. In the playoffs, or being really good, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you see that in like uh, March Madness and stuff like that. So, yeah. so you, you always hate to see that, especially when you're you're putting your blood, sweat, and tears into this. Right. And right. you got Joe Schmo tripping into the playoffs. You 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 hate to see that. Um, and I think yeah, I think you guys hit all the rest of mine. So I'm good. Linero, you got any? Uh yeah, I got two. Um, the guy was just like it trying way too
2: hard to make a funny fantasy team name. Uh, That's, good. That's good. I'm not going to name any names, but, but, but somebody already made their team name in my league and not not not, not too happy with it. Um,
0: <laughs> sometimes that can be me. Other but, than uh,
2: that?
0: Yeah.
2: What's
0: up? I said sometimes that can be me trying too hard or researching and shit, but uh, not this year. We'll <laughs> stick with Team Gavlik.
2: I mean, I'm not three, I, I don't know. You just got. Like, in, in, in I, I read somewhere that you should never draft a guy just to make a team name funny. You know, look Right. right. You're, you're like, oh, I'm going to draft Le'Veon Bell for Le'Veon Prayer. Like, <laughs> you know, don't, don't draft somebody just to make your team names funny. Right. Um. Who's my other honorable mention? Yeah, you know, I, I thought about that too. That is totally kind the like, CDS. Um. You know, like somebody taking the home first round and it's yeah. like, oh,
1: man, and, and you to. know, yeah, you don't, don't you argue. don't want to do it, but you, you, almost have to start picking quarterbacks at that point. It's like kickers or defense. Like as soon as right. one goes, it's like, oh fuck, like here we go.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah, you, know, you never want to be the guy that it, but but if you are, then you're, you're right. You're kind of like you just you gotta lean into mean, it. I went the top position, right. and then uh, my other one to mention was the guy that won't pay the guy that will oh play. how did
1: we miss that oh, no.
2: yeah, um, I don't know I don't know this time going with March 9 I I feel like we struggled maybe at Bethany or, um, or or wherever any any kind of like I've been in it's just like yeah like that's, 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 the, that's the incentive and what makes it cool so there's no reason why you should
1: pay up and you know what you're signing up for you know it's not like we snuck a fee on you there at the
0: end Especially nowadays with like Venmo, like okay, you don't have cash on you, like you know people don't have cash on them all the time. But like Venmo, it's so easy to f- just pay up, like just do it. I
2: know. I, know. I hear you. Gil, someone doesn't pay for the draft, it might throw you in there last minute. I
1: mean, I'm, you know, I'll be there, but I don't know if that's something you want to do to like you in the league. I don't. I just, you're almost giving me money at that point. And I, I mean, if you want to, that's fine. Um, I'll come and take all your money um, but yeah i would definitely be down if the opportunity presented so
0: that reminds me later I gotta pay up for our league uh, I'll do that very oh. soon very <laughs> soon oh. <laughs> hey hey we got time we got
2: time I'm, I set the draft, draft for after preseason so we can avoid drafting right, right. a, uh, a Julian Edelman with 20 ACL
0: yeah the league we is set up in March so. So. we got the yeah, two right.
1: early commissioner and the no pay guy in the in the same uh, podcast here so that's right it's interesting <laughs> that's crazy I'm actually about to go to check the game that's not
0: that <laughs> no, it was, it was August, August it was August it was early August but it was early
2: I, I, I don't think it was a week in the training camp I think that almost... in the training camp
0: is I think anything in August is fair game it's just so, people that started like uh, mid okay. right. July early right. July
1: part of me part of me almost think that kind of plays into what I'm saying because like Lanero, you, you definitely did it in that early August because you were like you just knew you had enough awareness to know like you were gonna text us mid July, but you were like no like this is too early like I'll, I'm that guy. Yeah, the first week of August should I was be fine. Things, I was putting things together mid July and then I was like oh man yeah, I can't I'll do that So you got it in you, but it's good it's good you 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 reeled it in before before you made a mistake. I okay,
0: mean that's another thing that's. One of my honorable mentions I forgot to mention is the lazy commissioner, the guy that puts everything together last second. You know, there's no money involved. He just kind of puts it together. That kind of guy sucks too. I've had that for fantasy basketball where we start a league like we're a week into the season. And my team was really good because I did my research. I was like, okay, f- Anthony Davis is putting up 28 and 14. I'll pick him top five <laughs> and that's a good team. But, yeah, it sucks when you have a lazy commissioner in the league as well. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. All right, I think that pretty much wraps it up,
1: man. For sure. Uh, I thought this was a good, uh, good first time back. It's going to be back.
0: Comeback season 2.0. Shout out to Josh Lanera for Lanara. joining us.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us, man. No, no one else. You're a pretty solid first guest back. I think it, I think it almost had to be you. Uh, I think you might be our most yeah. uh, tenured I, I think, guest I, was, I, think I was the, the first guest up. ever. Love talking to you guys. You guys you guys are bros.
2: Absolutely, man. That's you.
1: That's all you. Josh, appreciate you. Everybody listening, we appreciate you. This is uh, episode 40, episode one of the comeback season. Uh, we got more stuff in store. Go. A little reinvigorate, reinvigorated, uh, a new sense of uh, urgency here trying to get the try to get the pod back up and running uh hopefully put out some good content for you guys so make sure you you know share listen Yeah, it's a can't uh, can they back. subscribe to us still are we on, they, are we on they, apple Podcasts? we
0: are on apple podcast they can subscribe unsubscribe and resubscribe again all that all that please do all that Pause um the vibes obviously
1: online. we need your guys' hugs right. to kind of keep this thing rolling uh any any ideas you guys have let us know uh twitter's always sign the dm Sup, up what's up um but yeah it's good to be back Yes, sir. Love you guys. I got so much money. It's like I own a money tree. All these people, phonies, just want to
0: be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for, for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No
1: need for hating. I'm not a doctor. I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters.
2: Shout out to my home dog.